Welcome to the Loon Society, where I'm your host, Alex. Join me as we delve into the intricacies of the young professional journey, sharing stories, tips, and resources to navigate all things good, the bad, and the loony in this chapter of our lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome to the Loon Society, where we talk about all things good, bad, and the loony in a life of a young professional. I have one of my favorite guests on the show. Are y'all ready for this? It's amazing. Lorraine, she's back on the show. She's back, baby. Back better than ever. Better than ever. Because we have some drama. But try to cancel me. I also try to get canceled. But we're here. We survived. We survived. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. a little longer. Okay. Anywho, we're back, better than ever, and we are fulfilling your needs of a mental health podcast episode. Yes. Pre-warning, this episode will have controversial thoughts on mental health, but also accommodating thoughts, so, like, don't come at me. Yes, I think it's very important to keep your mind open to new ideas and thoughts that might contradict yours. Correct, I agree. And it's not, like, controversial in the sense of, like, We're not being mindful, but also, like, this is what I've heard from actual employers and bosses, and I just want to, like, relay that to our listeners to also just remember we are dealing with different generations in our workplace and our professional life. Yeah. So it's just really important to have those, you know, kept in mind. But to start, as always, Lauren has brought us some new advice like what's up now okay advice for the young people yes okay shoot I didn't think about this I put her on the spot again advice for the young people um if I could give advice right now from what I've been going through is do not let other people make you live in fear and stop doing what you love and don't give up what you want to do because of other people It's going to be hard and you're going to have to fight at it every day, but you cannot put yourself on the back burner just to appease others. I agree. I can't even say it better. Like something like that. Just don't live in fear from someone else who has. That's what they want. Who thinks they have power over people. Yeah. And those are the worst kind of people. Mm -hmm. And you have to know that you are stronger than that and do not feel guilty for putting yourself first or wanting to put yourself first. It's what you need and it's what you deserve. And you're going to start doing that because you love yourself and you value yourself. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. And sadly, this can come from anybody. This can come from your family. Like just them not supporting you or... Oh, yeah. I I, I know you've been through Mm -hmm. all that. So it can come from literally anybody. This is not an attack on someone specific. It's about everybody. Like daily life. Daily life. You just have to do what's best for you. Because at the end of the day, not everyone's going to be supporting you. Correct. And have your back, which is so scary. But like the real ones, you know who they are. Right. Give them a thanks. So today, mental health. What does mental health mean to you? Mental health, that has a lot to do with emotions and feelings, and most of the time they're not good. <laughs> that is true. Yes. <laughs> that is true. I have a diff. I'm going to be like the stirring the pot type yes. of lady today. Yes. So Lauren's going to be, I do agree with her on pretty much everything right. with this topic, but I'm also going to stir the pot because... I'm excited to look at different perspectives. Yeah. So that's what we fail to do yeah. in this generation, I feel like. So. And I think we're just so quick to judge. Right. So when I think of mental health, 
I think of how we can be mentally tougher and how we can push ourselves to an extreme and know our limits and then even push those limits further. So just becoming mentally stronger. I like that. So I'm sorry if I offend you pre-warning, like I said. But lately, I feel like I'm stuck in a world where people are using mental health or Lauren and I will get into this, like mental issues and mental diagnosis, like Mm -hmm. actual illness. Um, There's a big difference. When I say mental health, I mean like the daily things that most people go through, depression, anxiety, worry, stress, like the ones that honestly pills really can't fix. I mean- depression, anxiety are a little different, but everyone has anxiety. Like at some point or another, you're going to worry. You're going to be up at night thinking about the next day. And I just think right now because of COVID, I really do think it's because of COVID we were stuck inside and now we're kind of getting reintroduced to life, what it's like again. Mm -hmm. And we got so used to so many accommodations 24 seven that now we expect them. Like we just think they're just automatically given to us. Right. And I'm sorry to burst that perfect little bubble, but I think we're just leaning way too much on mental health. Like, way too much. Give an example. For example, I understand that everyone needs a mental health day, Mm -hmm. but we're using them excessively. Okay. Like, people will skip class or need to work from home because it's mentally hard. Mm. And I think there are days 100%. Maybe once out of the month, not right. like once every week. Yes. And okay, I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah. that makes sense to me. And also, like, I'm in a very, I don't know how to put my profession. I, I want to say it's difficult, but it's... Um, I feel like you're in a very, they make you want to be, like, emotionless. Kind yes, of. yes. Right, right, right. Like, I think we are very, I think it's a very emotional career but they want us to be motionless right so i that's one on the spectrum i don't agree with but at the other end i think people in my profession shouldn't be using mental health as an excuse because they can't talk about a topic mm. so like there are some things that we're learning in class where people are like that affects my mental health okay at the end of the day your client's depending on you mm. so yeah. You do need to be mentally tough and be able to have those tough conversations because right. if you can't trust yourself to have those tough conversations, how is your client going to trust you? Right. So I think there's like a difference between being between emotionless and being mentally strong yes. and being able to have those tough conversations. Yes. What do you think? I love that. It, it is hard. Mental strength is not for the weak. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> And I think what you're saying makes perfect sense. Like, you can't avoid things that are hard to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, especially in your profession, because how, if you're going to avoid it now, how do you think you're going to handle it when you have, like, you're forced to handle it down the road? Right. You're not going to be equipped, like, with your knowledge on, like, Mm -hmm. how to do that. So that makes sense. Especially because my profession is a people profession. Right. hundred percent. Like, as much as it is writing, reading, analytical thinking, logical reasoning, it is a people business. And right. if I cannot read people and work with people and set my challenges aside, I'm not being the best future attorney that right, I can right, be. Right. Like, and to other people, that's like, Alex, that's selfish. That's terrible. That is not what mental health advocates are for. 
but at the end of the day, like, I'm taking care of outside of my workplace. Does that make sense? No, there's a line. Like, you need to take care of yourself, but that doesn't mean calling into work once every week or calling into not showing up to class once every week. Or, like, not doing your responsibilities. Yes. Like, steering away from your responsibilities and not talking about it. Like, I think if you are not talking about what is bothering you, that is when you start using mental health as a, as a crutch because to get mentally stronger and to get healthier, you talk about things to move through them. Right. People, and they're very uncomfortable to talk about or even just like bring up and recognize in yourself and like go through that emotion. Yeah. So most people's instinct is to avoid it and mm-hmm. not do that. And then that just sets you up for failure. Yeah. Because it's going to come out like one way or another, but now it's going to come out in an unhealthy way Mm -hmm. versus if you were to do it in a healthy way. I agree. I also think I'm like, I'm blasting over here, but I also feel like the more we talk about it, like all the time, the more we put it at issue and the more we give people that option to lean on it rather than to be like, Hey, I have shit going on in my life. I need to take care of it and I need to fix it instead of saying, I have mental health issues and that's who I am because your mental health issues do not make you. They're just a part of you. Right. Yeah. I think we just live so much in that identity that we get caught up in it and then we relate everything back to our mental health. Yes. Instead of saying this is a part of me, just like everything else is a part of me. Right. That's not like what controls your, like, I guess if someone were to describe you, they're not describing. Yeah. They're like, you're not depressed. Right. Right. They're not yeah. describing your mental health. Like if I were to describe someone, not I'm like, whole personality. I'm like, yes, I know that Lauren gets worried, but I know she's also very driven. And like, right. there's so much more to right, you right, right. than your mental health. Yes. I think it's good to prioritize it. And we will get into how to prioritize right. that. But I just want so to start off the, the pod. Like, yes. Basically, I feel like you're just saying you cannot use the excuse of mental health to be lazy. Yeah. That's what I think you're yeah. going at. I'm think, sorry, that's blunt, yes. but that's exactly I how it is. I think that's exactly that's what's happening yeah so yeah and eventually I'll you guys this might probably this will probably be out after my burnout podcast but like when I talk about burnout and I talk about mental health those are two separate things so when you hear the burnout podcast it's more of like this is a season that I'm in and mental health is something that I work on all the time every day so it's just it's very different and I don't want people to be like oh you talked about this one week and now you're like completely opposite no those are just seasons but this season is every day. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like a continuous battle. Yes. So this is a very, I'm going to hit you with some very heated questions. Yay. <laughs> and oh, let, let's give some background. So Lauren is in a different profession, more so that I think does focus on mental health more. Yes. Very um, much so. What are you in? So I'm going to be a teacher, elementary and special ed, and a huge part of what I'm learning in college right now is all about um, humanizing and making students first feel like safe and welcomed before anything else. So seeing them as humans before students and like kind of basically like giving them what they need before anything else. Mm -hmm. Like, and what I mean that is like, do they feel okay? Did they eat? Like, did they sleep? Like making sure all the wellness boxes are checked before you can expect them to do anything but also you have to remember 
these are little children. Mm-hmm. They're little children with big feelings and they're learning life along the way. Plus whatever their home life is, they're bringing that into school. So it's going to be, it's a little, it's different. It is different. It, mental health 100%. is going to be different for kids than it is for adults. Yeah. And it's going to be different in your profession. Right. But at the same time, discipline can be put in your life at any time oh, and it can yeah. be healthy. Yes. So yes. like, That's just because Lauren learning, is yeah. like, they put mental health first 100% they should because that's when kids honestly like grow into themselves. Right. And Learning. what I've dealt as a child, I have taken with me into my adulthood. Yeah. So like, I think that's way more important, but we're also going to talk. So we're going to talk about Lauren's point of view because it is in a younger generation, but then we're going to reflect on our like early twenties going into your thirties. It's going to be, it's going to look different. It's going to sound different. Yeah. And to say teaching nowadays is not what it was when I was in elementary school. Right. So that, I feel like that also, like, connects to how we feel and deal yeah. with things nowadays. Because it's not – we weren't, I feel like, given the tools necessary. Mm-hmm. I agree. Up, right? I agree. And now that we're here, I think we're going to provide you with some tools today. And I'm not a licensed therapist, but let me tell no. you, my therapist and I meet weekly. So, like, <laughs> I can yes. I can give as much love and care and advice advice that I have been given that has helped me. Right. And it's helped us. It's so helped us. share it yeah. in hopes that it helps you. Correct. And I am not – whatever I am telling you, I have been told. So, like, I'm not telling you this to hurt your feelings. I'm telling you this – to be like, okay, if Alex is getting this advice and I am in a stressful environment, like every single day, like this will be good because if this helps me get through it and live a happier life, like I promise this can help any type right. of profession, no matter if you're as stressed as me every day or not. But back to your, back, back to my question to your answer, okay. younger professionals. So us right now, okay. speaking of us being in elementary school. Do you think young professionals today are actually less equipped to handle the workplace stress compared to like previous generations? I think yes. Like think of your parents. I also, I don't know, from this is what I think and you can like rebuttal. 100%. That That's what we're here this, for. Yeah, this is why this I have Lauren on here because we are very different. Yes, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like parents growing up and in the workforce they're very emotionless and like you gotta do what you gotta do and it might suck but you gotta fucking get it done Mm -hmm. and then now our generation is mixing in with that generation in like working yeah and they're being told like you gotta suck it up and do it and then we're being told well we have to feel our feelings and my feelings are like more important than blah, 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 Mm -hmm. which gets controversial because it's not always like, you're not, how do I say this? Like you're, you can't just quit doing life because it gets hard. Right. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. You can't just quit when it gets hard. And I feel like that's what a lot of people our age do, mm-hmm. which is sad and it's a problem. But I think it's because we don't hold the high expectation. Yeah. So I agree. And I'm going to put it differently, but I do agree. Okay. So I think, I think, yes, we are ill-equipped for the real world, mm-hmm. but this is why. I think that parents, so our parents... Again, worked very hard 
had to do it because they had to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think they wanted to change our generation so much that they gave us an entitlement that we should be bosses right out of college, mm. that we should be doing so well. Why wouldn't be, we be doing so well? I think that generation coddled us mm. to make us less equipped for uh-huh. the workplace. Okay. I don't think it's like we're mentally weak. I think the previous generation raised us at the total opposite end of the spectrum. So it's not really our fault. No. But I do think we're ill-equipped. Right. Not only are we ill-equipped in the sense of we can't handle constructive feedback yeah but also like we don't know how to make it better like how to actually handle it and make it better right so I was talking to one of my bosses during the summer and they were also just like I cannot believe how your generation just expects to come in and just it's like this entitlement yeah where did it come from yeah like where did it come from but then we're all like oh mental health it's okay but then they're like I expect you to treat me like a boss Right. And my bosses are like, you work to where you get. Mm-hmm. It's true. If you want me to run a company, I would be so lost. <laughs> right, right. Like, I need that time to yeah. grow. So I think, yes, yes. At, one, at one end, our parents are taking it to extreme in their, in their work. And then when you say we get intermingled, we do, you know, co- there's a conflict there. Yeah. But then those are the ones who raised us. So right. it's like, they kind of ingrained into us. Yes, mental health is important. But then at the same time... We do say, oh, life's hard. Yeah. I'm going to take a day. Yes. <laughs> like, a lot of days. Yeah. And if yeah. I asked my mom that, my mom's working two jobs and that woman There's never no time. calls in. Right. She never misses a day of work. And she ingrained that in me. But I do see other people where that was not ingrained in them. And they are having a harder time adjusting to the mm-hmm. real world. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. No, I think it all depends you were um, brought up old school. Like, you were brought up like right. me. Right, I think it all depends how you were brought up and how yeah. your, what expectations your parents had for you. Yeah. So if they were, like, what's coming to my mind right now, like, if you were just given everything and not expected to work for it or, like, see the value in having to work for it, you're just going to expect everything to be given to you in life. And then when that doesn't happen... You're going to blame be... on everyone else. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, what's wrong with them? Right. Yeah. Doesn't that grind your gears? Yes. Because some of us work really, 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 really hard. We have to. Like, we have no other choice. Then there's people like that that, again, come in with this entitlement, mm-hmm. which where did that come from? Yeah. Why do you think that? Well, because... I think that's also a difference in mental health is, like where you're brought up yeah. and like let's say you did get given a lot of things in life which again you're you're very fortunate and I hope you're you feel very blessed right but at the same time if you're saying oh I'm mentally exhausted have you even do, have you even hit mental exhaustion yet right like do you know what that really means or are you just part of the mental health culture right like there is a difference sometimes I do be thinking like wow I have it rough right now but then I'll hear someone else's story and I'm like okay don't have it as bad as I thought I did like I need to be grateful with what I have and what I'm doing because yeah and your feelings are important right like it is important to like understand yeah how you feel Mm -hmm. but it does put it in perspective like do you remember when like I mean it's still a thing but like hustle culture I feel like we're in a mental health culture Kind of the same thing. It is basically the same thing. Like, America gets stuck in, like, this, these cultures 
that they're like feeding into. See, yeah. So like hustle culture was work, 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 never take a break. And now we're in this mental health culture where we're like, take all the breaks all the time. (laughs) Take your PTO every day. It's like two totally opposite like directions. Yeah. And we we need to be somewhere like more in the middle. Yeah. We need to stop going from one (laughs) end of the extreme all the way to the other. Yes. And I agree. I am not saying I am like some Iron Man person that can handle everything in this world. I'm just saying I have worked for years on tools to be mentally equipped for the world. Because let me tell you on a little secret, (laughs) this world is unfair, okay? (laughs) Okay? If you ever complain to someone and be like, it's so unfair, guess what? That is fucking life, baby. If you haven't hit that moment yet... Life is going to smack you up and down. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's life. Like, I pray that it, it, it life takes a little easy on you, but I was not you're fortunate just, in that no, aspect. Like, you're just not easy on anybody. And I got, like, bitch slapped and knocked the fuck down. Like, <laughs> yes. And maybe yeah. threw down a flight of stairs. And right. then... Got hit by a truck. Got hit by a truck. And then God was like, <laughs> all right. Literally, you have made it. Yeah. <laughs> you welcome. Welcome to life. <laughs> welcome. Ever see those memes that are like, I'm tired of being God's strongest soldier. Like, <laughs> I, I know. I, I know that in my soul. This. Yes, this is all for a reason, and He gives it to people that like can handle it. But I'm hard. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. So like, I get it. Like, I get what you're feeling. I know half of you are going to turn off this podcast and be like, she's not being considerate. If you just listen till the end, we are being considerate. If anything, we are saving you so much grief. (laughs) Right. Like if you are going through life being very naive and I don't even know another word for it. Naive is probably the best one, but like I should be handed everything and like Mm -hmm. I'm working my ass off. Well, think about everyone else who is working their ass off. Right. Everyone is working. Everyone is busy. Think about someone besides yourself for once. Like, facts. you need to stop thinking the world revolves around you. Yeah. Also, this is 100% digging at myself, too. Um, like, my mental health stems from taking on too much responsibility and then complaining about it. 100% that's uh. me. Um, but like Lauren said, some of us don't have a choice. So like right. a part of me doesn't have that choice mm-hmm. if I want to have a successful career. Um, but I'm, I've just had it kind of with people who are doing the bare minimum yeah. and then saying, I just can't handle it. Poor me. And I'm like, yeah, you can handle it. I, yeah. I buried myself six feet deep in my head's not even a problem. Right. <laughs> like. I don't know. And this podcast is going to piss people off. And I'm so sorry. This usually mental health is like kind and soft. Kind and and soft. We're like like, mental health culture. Nope. But guess what? Alex is spitting facts today. (laughs) Nope. Okay. On to my next question. Um, let's see. Do you think our societal changes such as increased emphasis on emotional intelligence and mental well-being Making them more sensitive, like I said, over talking about it. I think it depends the age group. Because coming from a teacher perspective, I'm just thinking about my littles and how a lot of the times, especially like 
for boys, you know, like suck it up, don't cry, mm-hmm. like mm, men don't cry, mm, gotta be tough, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like it's important to distill in like younger kids mm-hmm. that feeling your emotions and learning how to work through them is very important because look how we've got where we've gotten with not doing that right you know what i mean i think if we start young right it will make them stronger not like fucking overkilling it right i think we're overkilling it right right. now that's it's a very fine line everything's not just black and white like there's a there's gray area and it's messy and it's hard but i think there is a right way to do it and we're trying to figure that out i think we are trying to figure it out because definitely something is not working i feel like and i was listening to a podcast with sebum on it sebum sebum my man um (laughs) sorry luke um everyone tag sebum in the comments (laughs) literally have him listen to this and he was talking about how his dad like always sucked it up and always got through it and never asked for help but he is like uh, and sebum was like i'm an emotional guy Mm -hmm. i think having people like him as an example setting it up saying hey i'm an emotional guy but i'm also mentally tough yes and i also know when to show it and he still gets shit done yes and he still gets shit done and he doesn't also lean on it like he's one of the toughest motherfuckers we watch on social media yep and he is very raw and honest about how he's feeling but he does it after the fact that he's healed through it do you know what i mean like instead of being like i'm falling apart my life is falling apart he reflects on it and he works on himself to then help other people get through it. Like, I feel like not crying, you know, in shelter, but he has his fiance, like he has his team there. So I feel like it's like, yes, feel how you're feeling and lean on your support system. But when it comes to the professional world, suck it up. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a, he's a very healthy example. Right. Yeah. He feels the feelings when they come and he Mm -hmm. knows that as him, as a person, like he's not going to let that. Yeah. Like he says, he cries in the bathroom floor. Right. Like, I cry in the shower. And he knows, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to that. but (laughs) And he knows like, okay, let it hurt, like feel the feelings, Mm -hmm. but then you're going to get back up and you're still going to get shit done. Yeah. And I think that is what makes you mentally tough. Yes. Getting your ass knocked on the ground, like we said. refusing to stay there. And refusing to stay there. Yes. And getting back up. I think this is what I mean by being mentally strong. Yes. You can feel how you're feeling for sure. I feel how I'm feeling most days. Yep. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I have habits and shit that I need to get done yes and no no matter how I'm feeling I will get it done yeah that's a great example honestly yeah like perfect yeah he does it so well so if you're with us this far that's what I mean (laughs) (laughs) this is what we were getting I'm I'm so sorry if I first offended you but like that's what I mean I don't mean ignore everything because that's so unhealthy I mean feel it but when it comes to leaving your house, be professional. Yes. Like, people remember you by how you react and how you act in public and how you act towards other people. And I think if you are constantly just, like, talking about, oh, I have to do this, or I'm so stressed, or I'm, I'm terrible, right. I feel awful, I'm unhappy, that is what people remember you by. And also, like, we all have that stuff to complain about, mm-hmm. and we are choosing not to complain about it, so yeah. going around out and hearing someone else complain about that like 99% of the time I'm like okay I could literally tell it you all my complaints and you like would... let me tell you what I'm right. going through right so like keep it to your small circle yes. like that's what you have 
a team for. That's what you have friends for. Like I'm so thankful. Like my grandpa listens to me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so thankful for my support system. And if you don't have those people, look for them. You are like standing in your way mm -hmm. of like having a good support system. And if you say you don't have support, maybe you should look at yourself and be like, why don't I have a good support system? You're you're choosing the wrong friends. Right. I was going to say, it's hard hard to find them, but you got to find the good ones. Yeah. And you might not agree with them. Like me and Lauren don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but at the end of the day, she knows I have her back literally through anything. Yes. And I know she has my back. Like, I just think we're so stuck and people confide in each other because they have the same mental health issues and I just think you need to be around people who are going to push you to be mentally stronger not stay down in those right why would you want to be stagnant yeah you're what do they say about like your circle like you you are who like the top five people of your circle right right yeah I think that I think it is like the top five people they're so cute. Little dogs are awesome. Back. <laughs> Little puppers. Um, I think you are like the top five people in your circle, or like yeah, like you, like you. I can't remember. There's a quote, but yeah, you know. What I'm I'll drop it in the show notes yeah. whenever we find anyway. it. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. I do think it is just very important to understand that we are in a mental health culture, <clears throat> and it is taking it to a whole new extreme. Because we're at the whole new extreme. Do you think, as as kids, I think it's so important, but, like, as our age, okay. do you think there's a way to take in the mental health culture, but take something healthy out of it? Because if I scroll on social media, it is, like, someone's crying, someone's upset, someone's talking about mental health, someone's talking about, oh, I have all these problems, and then it makes them their identity. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can take out of that stuff and be like, I agree with you? But I'm going to take a healthier route, if that makes sense. I do think it's very important to share what Mm -hmm. you're going through so people know they're not alone. Right. But also, like I said, it's a fine line because you don't want to overshare and become someone people don't want to follow or want around you. So I don't know, that's a really tough one because mm-hmm. like from my perspective, I try to share as much as I can when I do have like the bad mental health days, like sharing like, it's okay to feel this way, but that's not every day. Mm-hmm. That's just when it happens. I don't know, that's, it's just like I said, it's not black and white, so it's really hard mm-hmm. to come to a conclusion for me anyway. Yeah. Because I'm still like very much rooted in the feel your feelings and but I guess I don't have too many examples to take in that I've seen that abused so I think that's why I'm having a hard Mm -hmm. time I think I am just I see on social media like I have I'm not even I'm not gonna list them but like I I have these mental health issues and then people make jokes out of them I think Mm. I get really pissed off because Like when people joke about body dysmorphia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Stuff yeah, like that. Like, like that's not the funny. jokes about depression and yeah. all that stuff. It's just not yeah. funny. And I think that makes it worse because mm-hmm. I think it's making it okay that we talk about it and make jokes about it's it. It's like normalizing it's it. It's normalizing it. It's not normal. And no. Right. What's normalizing it is saying, hey, I have these things, 
but this is how I'm going to make it better. Yes. 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 And we're not doing that. Okay. Light bulb. Yeah. I see what you're Sorry. saying. Like I said, yes. this is hard for me to talk about. No, yeah, so yeah, it's hard for it. me to like, I totally without being that. disrespectful. Because if you're going to be doing that, you are basically just saying like, it's okay to continue on with those feelings and thoughts. Yeah. And like having that is not like a huge issue and everyone deals with it. And but it's like my it's grandma a, used to say, people who are like unwell or unhappy confide with other people who are unwell or unhappy or like yeah. misery likes company. Yes. You know, <laughs> like, yes. I feel like when we talk about this, I'm saying like people go out there either one to get attention about it or make fun of it. And then they invite people to be miserable with them. Yes. Yes. And it's that's like what pisses a, me off. There's a negative space about it, and mm-hmm. there's this positive space yes. about it. Yes, and there's like 0.2% of the positive space. Yes. And I see like 99% of the, of the yeah. negative space. It's like just perpetuating mm-hmm. the cycle. And then their rebuttal is, well, I'm, t- I'm talking about mental health. But you're not. But you're not. Because if you're talking about mental health, you'd be doing something like this. Like, I'm going to give you five steps or right. tips on how I have made my life yes. better. Mental health is about yeah. moving forward and mm-hmm. how it's, how, what you do to help you and mm-hmm. cope with that, not just focusing on the negatives all the time. Yeah. Like, where are you going to get by just talking about the negative aspects that it's had on you right like I like for example like I'll be very honest I I developed I don't know if I was born with this but I developed strong anxiety over my mental um or over my physical health um and Lauren has witnessed this like I became very sick and I had surgeries and then out of that I progressively got horrible anxiety and like wouldn't leave the house right like, wouldn't go out to eat, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like people are like, oh, you have anxiety? Me too. No. But I'm like, no, we don't. No. We do not have the same totally different, <laughs> same type of anxiety. Right. And so I don't like when people relate to me on a level where I feel vulnerable like that. Right. Because that is my own personal battle. And no one has gone through what I have gone through. Right. So you mm-hmm. shouldn't try to relate to me on right. my mental health. I think that's the issues that I'm having is, like, people make fun of it. People try to relate to me because they think we have the same issues. Right. And I'm like, I get you want to fit in, but you don't have what I have. Right. Does that make sense? It's different. It's different. And there's a difference between, of course, like people as human beings, like we're going to want to show empathy. Yeah. So like feeling like we can put ourselves in other people's shoes and like feel what they're feeling. But at the end of the day, it's like such a unique experience to each and every one of us yeah you can't just categor categorize it like in the same like I think level. one way to make this better let's say for example I went to you and I was like Lauren I'm very anxious about eating today and most people would be like I understand yeah no no I hate that, that. is yes. not the response that people yes. should be saying no, it, no, no. like wh- what I say to you often is I don't know how you're feeling exactly but if I were feeling that way, or if you want me to put myself in that position, this is what I would do. Right. I don't actually ever tell Lauren, I understand what you're going through, unless, like, for you've some literally. odd predicament, yeah. it was, like, you've literally you, you've been there, you've seen it, and right. we've been through it. But I don't think I ever, ever tell you, no. I understand. I'm no. always, like, I don't know and what honestly, that feels like. And honestly, if you said, I understand, that probably pissed me off. No, exactly. When right. people are, like, I understand what you're going through, I, I almost want to be, like, never mind, this is a waste of a conversation. Right. Because... Yeah. 
if I ever went to my therapist and he was like, I understand, I'd be like, then why am I here? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I paying you for? Yeah. But like, so I think that's like one thing that I think we should steer away from mental health culture is stop trying to relate identically to other people. Yeah. Like saying, I understand what you're going through. 10 times out of 10 times out of 10, you have no idea what that person is going through. And that comes back, I feel like, to the whole um, entitlement thing. Yeah. Because a person that knows, like, I don't know, whose, like, values are different than those type of people, like, we're not gonna be like, oh, yeah, I understand what you're going through. Me too. Yeah, I feel that same way. We're gonna be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. What can I do to help yeah. you? Like I said, misery invites company. Right. Like, it just does. So I feel like, I I feel like I'm, I'm gonna get hate about this podcast, but like think about it for a moment if you were trying to express how you're feeling to someone and someone answered I know what you're going through I've been there I've done that it makes it feel like it almost invalidates it yes it makes it feel like what you're going through and your feelings aren't like like, listened like literally listened to like I remember on the podcast that we recorded I literally was like I I don't I don't, I have never been through what yes, you've been through. Yes, and yes. I said, instead of saying, this is what you should be doing, I right. was asking, what can I help you with? Yes. So I think that's one thing that's irritated me, especially with my mental, or my mental, my physical health. When I say stomach issues, people are like, oh, I know what it feels like to have your stomach hurt. You have no idea what this feels like. Like, you have no idea what this feels like, unless it was a mal's patient right. talking to and me. And even then, I feel like it and can even be then, different. It's different. Right. So it's like... I, I don't want to hear that you feel like we can relate on some level, especially when it's something so personal to me. Right. And that's so unique. It's almost like unintentionally like belittling someone. Yeah. Like people are always coming across very nice and right. saying they want to relate. Yes. As a human, They're... we want to relate to yes. people. But I think relating to people is saying is being there for them. I think relating is being there so they can lean on you. And if you think, like, you understand, like, you can share, like, your experience with it and Mm -hmm. then come to realize, like, it's not what this person is trying to tell you. Yeah. You know? Or it's, like, for example, this is the only circumstance I would ever say it's okay. Some of my friends are saying they're having a rough semester. I always say, me too. Right. But that's because we can share our stories together. When I say, I am anxious over... X, Y, and Z. When someone says, oh, I know exactly how you feel, that's when I start to get pissed. When, right. I'm, when I'm specific on my details, right, like, right, right, this right. is what I'm frustrated about. Right. So. You have, it's another thing. You yeah. have to stop making yourself the center of the universe. Yeah. Just take a step back and actually think about other people and what they're going through and what they're thinking. And I like to think, like, people come from, like, a loving, caring space, but they're just doing it at the wrong the wrong thing. Yeah. Like, one of my friends, I'll call him out on this because he knows. Nate. <laughs> such a good friend, but says the wrong shit at the wrong time. Nate. Like, what, like, one time, and he knows this is wrong, and he's already told me this, and it's funny now, but I I was going through it. Like, you have no, you have seen me the past, like, six weeks. Uh-huh. I have been going through it. And he messaged me and was like, Alex, I just, I just like, bet I like you better when you're happy. Oh. And I'm like... Nate, me fucking me, too. Me too, dude. Do you think I'm doing this on <laughs> purpose? Too. And Nate, love you. I know you're going to listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. But, like, stuff like that, yeah. I'm just like, really? 
Me too. You like, don't think I would? Yeah, yeah. like, okay. just stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think people come, and he came from such a good place. I love it. And he's doing his part. In, yeah, and he really is trying. Right. But, but it's like that. It's like, yeah. Just like, take a, being sh- blinders. Yes. Like, they have blinders on, and they're like, I know I'm doing a good thing, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to say it, because it's going to be a good thing. Yes. And it comes off so fucking wrong. That's not a good thing. <laughs> Someday I love you. I'm sorry. Yes. But you're a good example yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. whatever. He won't be offended. But. It's, it's hard to take the blinders off and look at the full yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good and it's example. taken me a long time to do that. Like, I was very harsh on other people. Like, why are you acting that way? Why do you feel that way? Oh, it's yada, really yada, yada, yada. easy. It's, it's so, so easy, easy to judge. It's mm-hmm. so easy. But now that I've been through some life-changing yeah. stuff... I'm not saying that because I think my stuff is particularly special. It is particularly rare. Right. <laughs> so the stuff that I've been through is scientifically rare. Right. So um, not just any not just twenty three any twenty three year old thing. Yeah. So I'm just saying that because I've I've been through some things that have put life into perspective for me. But speaking of mental health, and I'm promising to make this a good podcast. Me and Lauren are saying. Mental health is so, so important if you prioritize it the correct way. So, for example, what do I mean by that? You're like, Alex, what the fuck? You just bashed me for the past 45 minutes about talking how I'm soft. Well, you're not. <laughs> no. You're no. not soft. That's not what we're getting at. That's not what we're getting at. I'm not saying you're soft. I'm saying be soft in your small circle and be mentally tough in the real world. Yes. Like, you can be soft and cry all you want and be sad in your circle and your With safe the right space people yeah but when you go to work you you leave it at the door nobody wants to go to work and be surrounded by negativity mm-hmm. like that just sucks yeah like imagine if you had an office full of negative people nothing would get done and you would hate your life literally more than you probably already do literally. so, so right. like just like in sports, we were always said, you have an issue, leave it at the door. Mm-hmm. Practice. When you go back out the door, you can pick up your issue. Yes. I just think it's the same thing in like a professional yes. lifestyle. I think, and I'm not saying you should be a different person inside and outside of work, but you should have a professional self. You right. should have a professional mindset saying, you know what? I know I have shit going on in my life, but I'm putting that aside right now because my work needs my attention. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you're going to have stuff going on, but you're going to have to teach little ones. Right. Their mental health. Yes. Like, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have shit going on after work and I'm not to deal with it. Yes. And we, I literally see memes about that. Which, could that be a good thing or a bad thing? I don't That's know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. How are memes that funny? Yes. If you're, because, like, literally bashing yourself. Yes. Because they're, like, uh, when you're a teacher and, like, you're going through, like, a heartbreak and all you want to do is cry, but you have to show up to class with a smile on your face all day long. Like, that's some deep stuff, but it's true. Yeah. But, like. You're not saying what you do to help you get to that. Correct. You're just saying that. Or are you even doing anything? Yes. I, I think there's a big difference. So um, I'm going to give you five things. Okay. I've had some help with this. Yes. I'm not going to say from who. Yep. But like. We love help. We love help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to, I want you to rate these. Okay. okay I'm going to give you five. I'm going to, I want you to rate one from most important to five. Okay. I'm going to list them all really quickly, but we'll okay. talk about each one. Number one, practice self-care. We'll get into that. Ooh. Number two, seek professional help when needed. Lauren is terrible at this. Yeah, I'm very bad. But I'm very good at it, so it's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, build a support system. Four, develop problem-solving skills. And five, embrace a growth mindset. Ooh, I love those. Which ones? One to five. They're all good. Yes, But, like, really one good. to five, one most important. I feel like one would be the um, either self-care or support system. 
Okay. So Pick let's one. just say self-care. Okay. And then once self-care fails, support system. Okay. Once the su- support system fails, you're going to need your... I feel like I'm doing this wrong. No, it's <laughs> You're going to okay. need your um, problem-solving skills. Mm-hmm. And then having that growth mindset. And then getting professional help. Okay. Needed. Okay. No, I'm going to write so them. me. I'm going to write them. Based on who I am. Number one on my list is seek professional help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But I will explain why. So my- <laughs> that's hilarious. My- I knew you were going to put that last, but I was like, that's my number one. Yeah, so no. number one, this is why for me, number one is professional help. Because steps two through five specifically come from my sessions. So it's because my sessions are very specific. Okay. So seek professional help. Two is my support system. Three is my growth mindset. Four is self-care. And then five is develop problem-solving skills. I say professional help is number one because when I... I'm also very um, intentional. You know this. So when Mm -hmm. I go to therapy, I pretty much tell my therapist, this is what I want today. I don't think everyone who goes to therapy does that. So I'm very specific. So that is why I say seek professional help first so I can then talk about my feelings to other people. That is why. But let's just start from the top. Let's just start from how I have it listed. So prioritize self-care. What are some examples that looks like in your life? Um, exercising. Going to the... I just ex- <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck, double, the, double that shit. Exercise. Going Go to the gym. gym. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, yeah, so going to the gym. But it could be different. Exercising at home or going yeah, to the gym. I mean, it could be different. Anyway, I didn't mean to do both of those in this. It's important. <laughs> um, eating meals that are going to make you feel good. And literally self-care to me is like taking care of myself. So physical health. You sleep for um, self-care. I have to sleep mm-hmm. like eight or nine hours. You. Yeah. Um, I like to think also just making time to... Um, like what do they call it there's a word for it um shoot hold on there's a word for it describe it to me like working on yourself with self-reflection no okay. but it's so, uh, i feel like it starts with p okay <laughs> i'm having a really hard time i'll think about that okay i don't know it's like when you read books for like self- self-development yeah okay it's not, not the p, the p. <laughs> self-development like working on that which you're a big self-development yes, yes. book girl that's like a big self but there's also other things like you love coffee oh my god you I, love halloween movies I, I saw this thing i have to share it um you know how people are always like stop buying five dollar coffees at starbucks you could save blah 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 blah, blah so much money in a year you know those yeah. those things yeah someone was like okay a mortgage is like this much money and coffee for a whole year is this much money, you're not going to be able to buy a fucking house by not buying coffee all year. And sometimes that cup of coffee is the only thing that brings me joy that day. I'm going to buy a $5 coffee and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. So don't make the internet like skimp you out of doing things that bring you happiness because you feel guilty for like... you know what I yeah, mean? Like, I that exactly really mean. bugged me. Yeah. No, I know Like, that's mean. literally, like, my source of happiness. Don't tell me I'm wasting money buying it. Right. Like, right. <laughs> okay. And, anyway. But I no, get I get that. Yeah, but yeah. off my chest. No, I'm glad you did. That's um, what it's here for. Mental but yeah, laying health. in bed and watching, like, a Disney movie. Love. Drinking coffee. Love. 
what else do I do? I have like no free time, so this is really hard. <laughs> Just like car jam sessions by yourself. Love. Yeah, I don't really have those, but I do talk to God in the car. So see? that's a big one yeah, for me. I need to be better at that. Um, that's something I need to be better at. Let me see. My cell mine is coloring. I'm a big colorer. But yeah, I do particularly right now. You want all my coloring book is uh, baby farm animals. Oh, <laughs> I think I saw that. <laughs> I'm coloring. It's so cute. Baby farm animals currently, and also, um, I've been doing nighttime yoga with Adrian on YouTube. She's pretty cool. She um, is very chill. I really do like those before I go to bed. Also. I do spend most of my car rides talking to God literally out loud. And I put my phone on my dash to pretend like I'm talking on the phone Aww. so no one thinks I'm crazy. But um, yes, most of the time I'm in my car. It's usually the only time I get alone and I can't multitask. So um, I, I usually talk to God. Usually it's like, yo, what are you trying to teach me today? Right. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, learn fucking that. Let me tell yes. you, you challenged me. Another lesson. <laughs> Another lesson. Yep. Um. But also listening to my body. Like, I will watch reality TV to reward myself when yes. I'm and eating ice cream. Like, yep. my self-care might not look normal right now, but it gets me through. I've also been whitening my teeth Ooh, regularly. Nice. And my dentist noticed. Really? So I felt really good about it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, See, I got fillings when I was a baby. And so, like, there's one in the front. And he goes, I notice your teeth are whiter. We should change that filling to make it whiter. I'm like... Oh. Yeah, we should. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. Thank you for oh, noticing. Love it. <laughs> love it. Um, See, and what yeah. I love about this is like self-care is not a one size fits all. No. It is so unique to each person. Mm -hmm. And that is something we need to learn because I feel like social media is like you have to do these things for self-care. Yeah. When like there's not a right or wrong. And way I'm kind of tired it. of it. Yeah. I'm kind of like, seriously. Yeah, like, there's not. If, not... if what you do for self-care is, like, some, that should be between you and yourself. Yes. In my opinion. Like, yeah. I never see you car jam session online. No. Like, I think that's just no. for you. Yeah, that's me. That's yeah. My time. Um, and I never post a picture of me coloring, like, or coloring, doing my yoga. I'm, like, and also, when you said coloring, like, that, I was like, oh, wow, because coloring stresses me out. Really? And it relaxes you. It relaxes you. Yeah, me. it, like, stresses me out. Because I'm very specific. I will shade, and then I will make the lines darker. Very weird about see, it. But, it like, just... I, like, I see it before yeah, it's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. and that's just how it, like, works different for each person. Yeah. Like, what you do for self-care isn't going to work for me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I do... I do journaling. But, like, if right. I'm in a very um, structured mood, right. journaling is awful. It's uh, whatever point in your mm -hmm. life you're at, it, yeah. your self-care is going to change, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, workouts for me are definitely self-care, but I was talking to someone the other day about the excuse that I don't have time. Being in a graduate-level schooling, it's different. Mm -hmm. It just is. Like, mm -hmm. like, I mentally and physically sometimes just don't have time in the day. It's, I've like, heard graduate school is a different monster. Like, yeah, literally. it's just a different, and yes. once it's done, I will figure that out, yes. but, like, in the middle of it. I have a teacher it is that like is in graduate school right now. Yeah, and he was like, I, I've never experienced anything like yeah, this Yeah, it, it, it's just crazy. So don't feel like one size fits all, like no. Lauren said. Like, there are so many ways to practice um, self-care. And honestly, it's just prioritizing things that you enjoy and engaging in relax, like relaxing techniques. So um, 
I've tried meditation. I freaking suck at it. Same. But I've heard it takes time and, like, whatever. But just stuff like that. Um, And I know I said don't use the excuse, don't make time. But until you're in a situation like me and other people who are in graduate school, don't knock that. Right. If you're That's saying, 100% true. If you're saying you don't have time but you're spending, like, five hours a day watching YouTube videos, right. like, you have five I hours of time. I feel like it's time. different if, like, if you're in an office job at 9 to 5 and right. you know you start at 9 and you end at 5. You have all the time in the world like, that yeah. before it. Yeah. Like, I would say I start at 6 a.m. and go till midnight. <sighs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just physically and I'm driving across the state like I'm just so busy so the days that I do make time for physical activity it is literally because I was like oh I have 30 minutes today right it's not like yeah I'm like it's not like oh I have an hour today to work out my my schedule just doesn't fit that right now any form of movement is good movement. yes that's why my habit for my like 90 day my quarter four was any physical movement yes and that's if I important. can make it to the gym four times a week, that's awesome. But, like, any physical movement yes. was my goal. Habit. Sorry. The fact that I just said goal. Uh, no. <laughs> it's a habit. It's a habit. Ick. Ick. Gave me the ick. Okay, number two. This is two on the list. Sorry, Lorraine, but it is seek professional help. Um, number two? Well, this is how I wrote them. How we graded them ourselves are oh, different. Okay. But, like, <laughs> number two on the list seek professional help. Now I have encouraged Lauren a lot to seek professional help. Not because I think for some odd reason she, I'm like, Lauren, you need, you need to see a therapist. But more so like, I've heard great things. About yeah. Therapists. Yeah. And sometimes people in your lives can only do so much. And I only say see a therapist because I know how helpful their tools are right like I don't mean it in like Lauren you're psycho like no, you need to yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. go I mean you they can... <laughs> you need, I'll drive you I'll drive you I mean they can give you the tools that people who aren't licensed can't right yeah and I think my big issue for that is what's stopping you one I don't know how to go about it like yeah. I've asked my like medical provider Mm-hmm. and they they're just really bad at it. all they did was give me a list and like yeah. call and see where your insurance is and I was like I don't want to do that yeah. I'm too busy yeah <laughs> I'm too lazy I didn't want to ask for help in the fir- first place now mm-hmm. you're making me go through these extra and ask for help again yeah like <laughs> yeah. I'm like mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. no I did um, some research I like research therapists see and I just don't know yeah I I don't know how to describe it I'm just like well we also had a talk before that like you had problems with your faith and that like you should be trusting God and yes. not going to therapy. Like, right. We've had those talks before too. Right. And like, I fully get that because yes. I'm a Christian and I get that. Yes. But also like, how, I, like, yeah, go into that a little bit. I feel like I guilt trip, trip myself a lot into mm-hmm. thinking, well, my life isn't as bad as other people's yeah. lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't deal with bad things that other people deal with that need to go to therapy. And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to look dumb if I go because I don't really have much to talk about but then also some of the stuff that has happened to me is a little bit traumatizing (laughs) so like I don't know it's like this back and forth thing like Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not good enough for it yeah or I I don't know because you feel like like you said you think people went through harder things right yeah and like I don't well let me tell you what therapy is it is it it's like every shape and size right it's like, for everybody it is for everyone and there's mm-hmm. different types of therapy and like I can have a separate session if you guys want like you on should. what type of therapy I do because I've been through different types of therapy if you didn't know there was different types there are different types um and, and I've been through it like at different seasons of right. my life I've been going for 
the 13 years. <laughs> yeah. 13 and years. And here's the thing too. You grew up with that in your life. It was court ordered. It was. That's how it started. Right. Yeah. It was <clears throat> a normality for you. Correct. In yeah. my family, we never talk about like our feelings. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but like, which I don't, I'm starting not to agree with when you go to your doctor and like you express what you're going through and like you need help, all they want to do is prescribe you medication. Yeah. And a pill is not always a fixer. Right. And I don't want to lean on that. Like I have, and it's that in itself was a fucking roller coaster, like trying to find like a medication that helps you and doesn't hurt you. And I've probably went through like three different ones and that's just mentally exhausting in itself. So then it just makes you want to like give up, I guess, and like looking for that help. And since it wasn't a normal normality for me growing up, like now as an adult, I still don't think it's something that I would need to utilize, even though it's pretty normal to Mm -hmm. utilize a therapist. Yeah. It it makes total sense. I was the first in my family to go to therapy. Like my mom, you know, Mm -hmm. she will not go. Yeah. Like she just won't go. But I was court ordered as a child because of family issues. Um, and I hated going. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I, like, would tell my mom, this is ridiculous. Looking back, I'm so, so thankful. Right. But my mom only did that because she knew, like, how hard childhood was for me. Right. Um, and the things that some family members put me through. But, again, like, I'm the only one. My grandpa, this is funny, <laughs> my grandpa a couple days ago was like, you're made from the same bones as me. You don't need to go to therapy. And I'm like... <laughs> Something and I'm like, Grandpa, he goes, you are making the same blood. No, no, I need to go to therapy, Alex. Because I had a therapy session, like, when oh, he was with me. Yeah. And I was like, Grandpa, you would not want to talk to me, like, if I did not go to therapy. Yeah. He goes, I just can't believe we're from the same blood. That sounds I was like, like him. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so he was very much like, we do not go to therapy in this family, Alex. Yeah. But he, yeah. at the same time, he knows that, like, I have stuff with my with my father that like I if I talk to him about it he yells at me because he's frustrated for me right so he knows I need to go but um ultimately yeah and like my therapist is very much um like a tough love which is what I need yes and I just think it's so important that we don't hesitate to reach out when we know that the people in our life just cannot give us those tools I'm not saying they can't help but, like, at some point, There's a level, it's too much yeah, that, that you're putting on reach. someone that they just mm-hmm. cannot help. Right. Um, and, I, and I think my mom knew that. She couldn't provide me the tools right. that I needed to develop as a young child yeah. and so stuff like that. But I think seeking professional help, that is the one thing out of this mental health culture that I think needs to be taken seriously yeah like, i think it needs to be talked about more because yeah instead of, of saying like, like oh me. mental health it's like oh no right these are the resources. Yes. Yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of people like me that feel like they don't qualify for therapy when really it's for everyone, not just for people. Yeah, there's no like, prerequisites. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, yeah, I think yeah. it's very important. Yay. Yeah. 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 Number three. <coughs> Build your support system. This Who's your support system? This one's hard because it's literally like you. I don't talk to my parents about like anything. You talk to my mom. Right, more talk than to anyone. your mom yeah. about like and feelings mom. and stuff. Yeah, but like when it comes to like decisions, I'll talk to my parents, but I don't really tell them much anyway. But okay, anyway, that's a problem. Um, <laughs> it's different though. Yeah. Lauren's parents are older; they're from an older generation, right, right, right. so like 
they do see our life differently. Right. They just do. So right now, my support system are probably like two or three people. Mm-hmm. And that's good. That's a good number because like once you get past like four or five, it's just too much. Right. Honestly, I would say closer to two. To be honest. Yeah. It's like me and your trainer. Yes. How do yeah. you know? Because <laughs> I know you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say the people I like seriously tell things like literally tell. My family is already three people because I'm, I'm just, I've gotten very close to my family yes. just because of stuff going on. But um, outside of my family, like my mom, my grandma, grandpa, it's like three people. Right. Like you, Luke, and like some law school people. Yeah. Very. But yes. like some of them. But I'm, but also like I don't tell them things. Like I made right. them, I made some of my law school friends sit in therapy with me. Because I didn't know how to tell them what's going oh, on. Oh, okay. And I'm yeah. like, look, you have no idea what I've been going through. Right. But, like, here it is. Right. And they were like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm very, I'm very fucking professional. Right. Like, of course you don't know. We're at, we're in law yeah. school. Like, I'm not going to show up crying. Right. It's just, it's just not who I am. Right. But I think the most important thing is your support system should just be... People who, at the end of the day, you could literally say anything to. Like, if you have to think about what you say to your support system, right. that's not the right people. It has, to have, it's, it has to be someone that was going to have your back and, like, all the time and want the best for you all the time. Right. And even if it's, like, they disagree with what you're doing, they're still going to support you. Right. Like and that's difficult to find. Yeah, it is difficult to find. Like, I don't agree with everything that my friends do. Right. Be- and it's, I'm being truthful. I don't agree with everyone's choices. But at the end of the day, it's not my life. And as mm-hmm. long as you're happy. Right. That's all you can do, yeah. right? I don't. I don't really care what you mm-hmm. do. Like, right. Like if my friends, for some odd reason, I I don't hang out with people like this. But if my friends wanted to smoke a drink every day, and I was like, if if, if that's what makes you happy at the end of the day, I won't get involved. Right. But I, I won't agree with it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think just also being truthful. I mean, I think I've been much more honest with my friends lately. More so I'm very short-tempered at the moment because of how much stress I'm under. But it has revealed a new truth-telling part of me that I, I'm i always truthful, but I, I tend to take a while. A different level. It's, yeah. a, it's a different level of truthful, mm-hmm. especially when people are complaining. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, stop before you <laughs> hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, before I blow <laughs> this bitch up. Like, yeah. And, like, I, I don't mean that, but, like, I want my friends to come talk to me. It's just different. Like, it's different if you're coming to talk to me because you need support from me or it's different in, like... You're just doing it to You're do just it. doing it to, like... I shouldn't even say that. I, I invite all my friends to, like, blow off steam because, like, I do... I think it's people that I'm just not close with. Like, yeah. Acquaintances, I should say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because my friends, I'm always, like, if you need so to complain, the only like, time, I'm here. Yeah, that's the only time it really, like... Yeah, it's the only time you. it pisses me right. off. Yeah, because my friends do it, I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, the very small, like, two people. Yeah, you so know that's I why mean? I don't get pissed right. off. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, it's only a couple people. Right. Like, and you care about them enough yeah, and to I'm like, like, I'm like, to me. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, if you do need to talk about it every day, that's how you're going to get over it. But that's what a strong support system is. Like, that, yeah, I, I should take that back. I listen to all my friends. It's the people right. who, like, think we're close. And then tell me everything. And I'm yeah. like, whoa. And they're like, hold up. Hit the brakes. Wait a minute. Hit the Wait a minute. I did not ask this. Wait a minute. I mean, people do think I'm comforting, but, like, at the same time, I could be real fucking scary. Sometimes, I feel like people overshare with you. I know! And I think 
I don't get why. I like, don't know. Because most of the time you're like intimidating to people. I know. And like they don't want to talk to you. But I then you, every now and then you get those people. What that... if it's like. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like. Oh she's fucking scary. Oh my god she's nice. And, and then like. Yeah. And then like, you're like. Bird word vomit. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Like we would go to random places. And Lauren would be like. Why are why are they? T- I'm like I don't know. I don't know why they're telling me all this. The weirdest people will talk to you and I just know. let it all out. It always happens to be at food places. Yes. Remember the bar? Yeah. With that old man. Yeah. Like your his whole life story. Whole life subway. That one time when we went to the gas station, and I just got her whole life story. Yes. Was your mom there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I mean, maybe I do invite that. I'm not sure. Or people sometimes think I my, think people are a little bit crazy. Yeah, or my niceness who makes would, people feel comfortable. Like they think that, I'm though? scary. Maybe it's this. People think I'm scary and intimidating. Then they find out I'm nice, but they know I can be fucking scary. So like that's comforting, you know? <laughs> like it's like a dad figure almost. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'm like yeah. a dad. <laughs> you are the dad. I'm the dad. <laughs> These people. I'm the dad that <laughs> yes. I never had. Oh my. Oh darn. Anyway, if you do feel the need to share with me, please do. I, I, that's not who I'm really talking about. You will know because I will walk away from the conversation. Right. I'm very upfront about that yes. stuff. But ultimately, just build a support system that you feel mm-hmm. like you can be open with about anything. And even if your friends have something to say, it's probably from a place of love. And fake people won't say that shit to you. So just, right. just remember that. Number four. Wow, we are having a good discussion today. Number four. Outro. Develop problem-solving <laughs> skills. Now, this one's hard. Problem. What do they mean by that? Like, for example, instead of saying, oh, I have mental health issues, I can't do that. Be like... I know it's hard, but this is how I can do it. So basically, like, being an adult and solving your... Yeah. Okay. Like, instead of saying, I'm sad today, so I'm going to be rude to everyone. Be like, I know I'm sad today, but... Oh, that's the fucking worst. I'm going to set that aside and mm-hmm. treat everyone with kindness. Yep. Problem solving. Yep. Or, like, life sucks right now, and there are going to be moments where you just can't control it, but it's like what can I get out of this day that I can see somewhat of the good? Right. You know? What can I do to feel better today? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think we like to look at problems, like, super big. Mm-hmm. And we should look at them into tiny pieces. Yes. And then put them together. Because most of the time when you're going through something, it looks like this looks huge, huge, big, awful thing that you don't want to confront. Like, zoomed in. Right. And you should zoom out. Yes. Look at the That's big not, picture. Yes. Yeah. So I think problem solving in that aspect is... Yes, your emotions can get super high and blow things into this huge yeah. picture that you just can't right. fathomly see around. And I think problem solving is like managing that and zooming out and saying, okay, break this up. This is what's bothering me right now. How can I fix it? What do I need from others? Yes. What do I need for myself? So I think breaking it up like that. And, and it seems like solving. such a natural thing to do. Yeah, we do it in everything else. Right. We do steps and action plans in every other part of our life. But right. for mental health, for some reason, we group it into, like, one big thing. Right. And problems. Just, like, group it. Just, like, Just take a bigger. step back. It's like a snowball effect. Right. Yeah. Take a step back yeah. and break it up. Realize it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And what can you do to move forward? Yeah. Because it's going to suck. Yeah. We're not saying shit's easy. No. Shit, shit was easy. No. I'm, 
be a lot happier in life. Right. But, like, <laughs> right. but like these are the things that I have to do to get through my day. And then number five, which I think this one is definitely controversial, just having a growth mindset. Um, I think people see problems and want to complain about them because they want to feel like they have a purpose and they want to feel like people can relate to them and have a crutch to lean on something. But instead we should be like, hey, this shit sucks. But like, how can I be resilient and bounce back? My basketball coach used to talk about resilience all the time. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're going to get knocked down. You're going to get pushed around. Life's going to be unfair. But how are you going to bounce back and be stronger and turn those setbacks and opportunities? And how can you grow from it? So I think reflection and like growth mindset is the biggest piece out of this mental health culture we're missing. Yes, you have to realize that everything that you are going through, even though it sucks and it's awful, how can this help you? How can you use it to grow and be a better person than be stuck where you're currently at and even like backslide? Right. Like, for example, I can can share something in my life so you, you guys can maybe see this. I have been broken down mentally the past six seven weeks just broken honest honest to god broken down I have been the complainer to my small group I have been the one who is like usually has her shit together and lately I mean from the outside looking in I have it together I really don't right now like I this semester's hard I piled too much on my plate what I have learned from it is one we're not doing that again but also I'm pushing myself to learn how much I can handle. If I didn't overflow my plate, I wouldn't know how mm-hmm. much I can handle. Like, I, I just wouldn't. Right. So I know that I can do this. And then showing myself I can do this for next time. I won't fill my plate so much. But also, I just know. I've done it. I've been there. I can do it. I have a strength. I have right. grown from it. Mm-hmm. And same with, like, inner child. A lot of people have inner child yeah. issues. I'm one of those. And I have learned that although we have, ch- like, problems from our childhood – that really does mold you into who you are today. So you should be so thankful for it. And I don't know. What do you think? Yes. What do you think a growth mindset is? Just, so I like to think about what's the opposite of a growth mindset. Really? Yeah. Okay. So that would mean staying stagnant with where you're at, not looking to get better mm-hmm. or move forward. So okay, that's how I think of it. That's a good. That's I don't a good want way to think any of that. It. Yeah. In life, like you said, life's not fair, mm-hmm. and shit happens, and it's not fun. How are you going? You can't go through life just like, well, oh, this sucks. Yeah, that is such a bad mental place to be in. Just being down all the time and thinking, well, it never gets better than this. Or playing like, the this victim. Sucks. Yes, the victim playing, yeah. So you have to yeah. remember, like, what can you learn from this and how are you moving forward with it? How's mm-hmm. it going to make your life better? Because in the end, I feel like no matter what happens to you, no, like how bad it sucks, it's making you into like a better, stronger person. Yeah, I agree. Because I played the victim. Oh, yeah, we all do. But let me tell you what. When you get stuck in the victim stage. That's a stage that you learn from. It is. It is. Right. It is. And it makes stuff harder. Like, when you focus on the bad, it makes those bad times so bad. Yeah. So, yes. so bad. It just worsens it. So much worse. And I will say this. I think the growth mindset is the hardest part. Like, yes. I think. It's having the. Um, grit. Yeah. Grit. Grit and, like, self-awareness. 
and resilience just to like resilience look and be like okay i know this is hard and just even like a little bit of optimism yeah you don't have to be like overly right don't be but like there is there is a little bit yeah Yeah. there's always gonna be a little bit of hope there's always something like positive like the light at the end of the tunnel it's always there to look forward to right it's a real tiny sometimes you can barely see it it could be a pencil (laughs) hole in a box (laughs) But it's there. You gotta squint real hard. I'm squinting right now. Right, right. You gotta squint, but it's there. I see her shining. Yes, that's awesome. (laughs) It's the light of mine. I'm gonna make it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Because I'm shining. Shining. Okay, anyway, those two different songs. Um, But yeah, just knowing like your goal in life is to grow. Mm hmm. Yeah, why would you want to stay complacent? Right. It makes no sense. Everything that happens to you is going to be to grow yeah. you as a person, as an individual, as a spouse, as a sister, mm-hmm. as a daughter, or like whatever. Everything. Yes. And I feel like everything we're saying is stuff you can do in your personal life to then reflect how strong you are in your professional life. Because especially being a professional, you have people leaning on you. And you, you've seen people, if, like, if they're not okay one day, you're like, okay, I can't go to them. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. So, like, you have, like, there is just a part of you that has to be mentally strong for the people that you are helping in yep. your job. Right, right, right. And I think these tools, what we said, number one through five, self-care, seeking professional help, building a support system, developing problem-solving skills, and embracing a growth mindset, that can push your success and professionalism so far by doing these things in your private life. Yeah, because if you're a better person just in general with only yourself, you're going to be a better person to your career and yeah. who you're serving. And everyone else. Right, and everyone so around important. you. So I think today, overall, Lauren and I are saying it's so important. Mental health is so important, but mental health culture is so different. And I think it's just so important to keep those things very, very separate. And building mental toughness and resilience is going to take time. It's going to take effort. These things do not happen by a prayer of God. Like you have, like you and God have to put in work together. Like you shake hands and you're like, it's rough. This is good. We're going through it. He says he's with you through hells or high water. And damn, he is with me in those valleys. He is with me (laughs) in those valleys. valleys. Right now I am like halfway down the valley, like halfway down the mountain. Like I'm in between the mountain <laughs> and the valley right now, and he he's he's with me. But he's there. But he leads the path, and that in whatever religion or no religion, it's gonna take time and effort, and you have to be willing to do it. Like right. no one can force you to do it. And all of your individual strategies and improvements, it's gonna look different in everyone's life. So like yes. the reason why Lauren and I are saying that is because the things we said today, like she said, coloring stresses her out. Right. It makes me calm. Find what works for you. Yes. It's all about you. But it's not a one size fits it's not all. A, yep, it's not a one size fits all. And we're saying that it's so important and to realize it, but also not to dwell in it. Because it's your mental health or, you know, illness or whatever you're going through is not who you are. There is so much more to right. you. And I mean that in the best way possible because there's just so many unique things about you that you can add to your mental health journey. Right. And I think that will just make you so much happier to just see, like, you're so special and so unique and yes. you don't have to dwell on there's what's wrong with you. Right. You there's can focus so many on parts of what's you. good about yeah. you. Yeah. I think it's just really important. 
And I think this is going to take experimentation and different, you know, things to try. And it's going to change, like Lauren said, throughout your life. Oh, yeah. So I just think today, overall, thank you for sticking through. If you were pissed at me halfway through, I hope you love me now because the I say this because these are the things that I have to say to myself. Right. Because at the end of the day, I have to put on a suit and be like... I'm a badass and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to conquer say, yep. and then go home and cry. Like yes. it's just, That's it's just how my day do. is sometimes. Right. So here we are at the end. We're going to talk about the fucking loony. I, I need to think. I'll go first then. Okay. So there was two stories I was going to share today, but I'm going to go with mental health. I feel like maybe everyone can relate to this and it's only loony because I think it's funny now. And I do it quite often because it's relaxing. I hate crying in front of people. I have an ugly crying face. It's just true. I get all red and blotchy and snot is running down my face and I hyperventilate. And so instead, to solve the solution, I will turn on the shower and go stand in the shower and cry because then I tell myself the tears are the water coming from the shower. (laughs) (laughs) And then when I'm done... It's like I never cried, your but I eyes, sleep so good. Your eyes are having their own shower. <laughs> My eyes are having, and I don't get puffy, and like mm-hmm. I look red because of the hot water, and I, I sleep just as good. But that is my loony. If you can relate to that, shower cries are the best cries, and I do them at least three times a week. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I need. I don't. I feel like I need to give myself permission to cry more. <laughs> I think, so I used to never cry yeah. at all. I used to bottle it up. Yes, until My therapist is so proud of me because I've been crying, like, an ungodly amount the mm-hmm. past couple months. And he goes, and I'll get this into my other podcast. He goes, that's burnout for you. Oh, wow. And uh, he goes, you have held so much in that you didn't allow yourself to feel other emotions, even though you were scared to be stressed. So he's like, you bottled everything up so much that you even couldn't feel, like, other emotions so I thought that was very interesting that makes sense yeah so because you are suppressing one you actually suppress all feelings which is what I did feels like I need a therapist <laughs> I am your therapist yeah, <laughs> basically basically but yeah so now that I am allowing myself to feel all emotions I feel them quite regularly hmm. so it's interesting because I used to be the same way I suppressed a lot of stuff and then it made me suppress everything and now I feel everything I'm still thinking of a loony story I could, you could talk about the one time you dented my grandpa's <laughs> shed. That so yeah, when we were kids. Alex had this three-wheeled bicycle. It was huge. It was and for an elderly person, like a big tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> and we had this game, and it was like, you had to, the brakes were if you pedaled backwards, right? Yeah. Okay, and I was like, I bet I can go further down the hill than you can backwards. And she did it, and I was like, I can go further than that. So I tried. And wait, let me let me talk about my terrain of my house. <laughs> it's a hill. It's, it's a, a big hill, hill that leads to a creek. <laughs> it's a big yes, hill. and then there's lots of vegetation down there. <laughs> so anyway, I it was my turn, and I knew for sure I could beat Alex. So um, I went on there, and then come to find out, I couldn't stop the bike. <laughs> And I really thought I was going to die. Like, I was fearful for my life. It was such, it was such. I peed my pants. I I was laughing so hard. I honestly, I thought I was going to go in the creek and like just wipe out and that would be the end of me. I'd never see you again. Yeah. R.I.P. Right. And for some reason, I was imagining it like a cliff. (laughs) Slow motion. Right, yeah. Wind flying through your hair. Yes. But 
the one object in the way that was off to the side was a shed and somehow I hit it and it so stopped hard. me. It is still dead to this yes. day. I vividly am yes. picturing this in my head right now. It's a blue big tricycle. <laughs> With Lauren, a big basket. Yeah, Lauren front. had her hair cut kind of short. <laughs> I was sitting in the back of my parents' car, like the hatchback, <laughs> and I literally could not stop laughing. And then she was like, don't tell your grandpa yeah. it was me. We He's going to kill me. Has you ever, ever told him? Eventually. I think a couple years ago. Did he ask about it? Yeah, he go. I think my mom said she ran into it with the tractor, and then I think one day randomly I was like, I can't believe Lauren did this. He was like, Lauren! I that, thought that was your mother. No, that reminds me of that time I locked myself in his car, too, and he got mad. I got in mad. trouble for that. The one time I could blame on someone else, <laughs> he didn't believe me. We were playing hide-and-seek, and I we both thought it was brilliant to hide in the cars. Yeah. Because why not? We were right. told to play outside. Well, we apparently Lauren I, somehow locked herself yeah. in the car, but she tried to get out, and the alarm started going off, and I was the only suspect that could be seen. <laughs> I was still hiding in the car when your grandpa yeah. came out. came out, he's like, get your asses out of the damn car, stop playing with the cars! <laughs> and then Lauren slowly gets out when he leaves, and I was crying. I was like, you got me in trouble! <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget yeah. that either. Yeah. I also won't forget the one time where we were watching a scary movie. Oh, and it was paranormal yes. activity, and all of a sudden the radio came on in my house, and I left you like you, I left you to die. You left me for dead. <laughs> I was so hurt. It was dark. It was scary. And where did I run? You the went basement. Down to the yes, down to the basement to your mom, and I was left like, okay, she really don't care about me. What am I supposed to do? And that was you, like a fight or flight moment, yes. and I. I flew. And then your mom, when you went down there, she's like, where's Lauren? <laughs> Her ass is upstairs. <laughs> oh okay, that gets me for all the times that you told me your dog let himself into your old house. When Dude, in I'm... reality, that place was haunted. It was haunted. <laughs> it was haunted. <laughs> that place was haunted as fuck. I remember when I got yeah. older and I got a little smarter yeah. and you'd be like, why don't you want to stay? I'm like... I'm so fucking scared of this house. I, I had a birthday party at that house watching The Conjuring. You remember? Were you there? All the clocks stopped at like three something yes. on The Conjuring movie. Yeah. And then at that time, all the power in my house went off. Yeah. I remember yeah. a lot of weird things happened in that house. I could have a whole podcast about that. We could have a whole podcast about that. Okay, that was like five loony stories. But, but anyway, childhood mems, love them. Love but long them. story short, mental health is so important. Don't get caught up in the culture. Get caught up in taking care of yourself. And we're just so proud of you. And I know this is kind of long and maybe not what you guys wanted, but I think it's a mix of both. I think it's very healthy. Yes. Like mix of both. But thanks for we being on today. a lot today. of good thanks stuff. For thanks for your fears. Me. I feel like I dig you really deep into your yes, feels. Yes, you do. But I love being it's here. So, it's so therapeutic. It I, is. I love, I have looked forward to podcasting mm. more than any hobby I have created. It's so fun. It's so fun. And like the positive feedback we get too is like even better. Yeah, please leave a review rating and I don't mean this again to like toot my own horn, but like to get people to be able to find it because the more that you spread the love, the more that other people can benefit from this. So I'm really doing it for you guys. Otherwise, I wouldn't spend hours editing, recording. While in law school. Finding topics. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I say I'm busy, the fact that I even have time to record is crazy. Insane. Yeah. Love you guys. Tune in next week, as always. And thank you to a very, very special guest. Yes, thank you. Love you. Bye. See y'all next week. Thank you for joining me on this journey through the good, the bad, and the loony in the aspects of a life of a young professional. Your support means the world to me, and I appreciate every moment you've spent listening. 
If you found value or entertainment in today's episode, I'd be honored if you could share it with your friends and family. By doing so, this helps spread the word and build a community of like-minded individuals who are curious, compassionate, and willing to explore life's many facets together. Stay tuned for more meaningful conversations and memorable moments in the episodes ahead. Your participation makes it all the more special. Thanks for being part of the Loon Society.